Yo, welcome to G&Q Review, where we review the best TV and film the world has to offer, and sometimes some other stuff too. Three, two, one. And be back. G&Q Review. What's going on, Grant? What is going on, Quinn? What's, what's what's up with you? What's up? Um, I got. I'll give you a choice, Grant. It's the it's your lucky day. I got I got two updates for you. You know, you know once we're gonna pick one first. Sure. Uh, we're not doing both. No, no, yeah, no. We can do both. Which one you want to hear first? Um, the good news or the bad news? The go, life go with the news, bad news or the G and Key review behind the scenes. Oh, give me that life. Oh, that life, well, the life, life one is. Yeah. Um, today is day one, two, three, four, five of life with a new pupper. A pupper. Um, I know I've told you this, and I think I've sent you a pic, but yes, it's day five now. And he is. You haven't sent me enough pics. I know. And my my mom wants pics too. Yeah. Um, I it's I planned it out. You know, this week has been so hectic. I'm like, I'm gonna have like a photo shoot this weekend. <laughs> I'm gonna because okay. it's you're not thinking. I don't always want to you know grab my phone. I want to live in the moment, Grant. I want to enjoy time yeah. with my dog. But we want to enjoy your moments with you. That's true. Live vicariously. Uh, but he is a. I guess today he's nine weeks old today. So Havanese, very fluffy, very furry, and very mischievous. And, and little. And little, very little. Yeah, it didn't, it, like you know he's little, but then you see like other dogs next to him and you're like, damn, he's really little. That dog's ginormous. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's little. He's got to stay away. My, you know, the, my parents' dog is like 30 pounds. She's pretty small for 30 pounds. Um, my friend has a black lab that's six weeks old and 55 pounds. Oh, my God. So going to be like 80, 90 pounds. Yeah, I'm still. Um, and I'm your dog is going to be like 15, 20 max. Yeah, I think that's I think max probably like 15, 10 to 15 pounds. Unless he, well, he might be a little overweight. Maybe he'll be. Yeah, I guess overweight for a dog is like a pound over, you know? <laughs> yeah. With us humans, lot. you can do like 10 pounds over. The dog is like one pound. There's, there's no there's no right weight for humans, Grant. Everyone is healthy. <laughs> so, everyone. Everyone. Uh, so, yeah, there's been some uh, sleepless nights and, and learning and adjusting. Uh, Various crates, pens, toys, cleaning. And you never really know until like, you can watch a million videos, a million videos. And believe me, I mean, me and Celia have watched a lot of videos. But then it isn't until like, you're actually trying to train like, I don't know, sit. And you're like, what? I, this isn't working. <laughs> Let me go He's back. Not to sitting. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No. I I kind of relate to that. I got roller skates recently, and I've been doing that, and I've watched a lot of videos. But it's like 
you kind of got to watch half a video and then go try to do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then watch the other half later. But you're not, it's not going to connect and you're not going to get it until, you know, you do it. Yeah. You could know you're like, all right, yeah. Left foot in front. I I find oftentimes it's like the videos help or you kind of like figure it out on your own. And then you're like, shit, that's what the video is talking about, yeah. <laughs> you know, but like you kind of you kind of have to solve it in your own head first. And you're like, oh, shit, that sounds like what the video was trying to say. But yeah, they always make it look so easy. You're like, oh, yeah, I can do that. And then did you even did you try uh, skating today, Grant, in the uh, no seven I inches didn't. of snow? On April 21st? I probably could have skated a little bit, but I opted for my exercise was playing with our dog for that's good. 30 to 45 minutes, throwing the Frisbee and stuff. Normally, are you just going um, where your parents' house is? It's kind of like a cul-de-sac. Are you just kind of going around just the cul-de-sac? Around okay. You're supposed to. You know, I learned in one of my videos <laughs> is is you you... Do an area over and over again until you feel like you, you graduated. And I don't think I've graduated the cul-de-sac quite yet. But you like falling or you just don't feel stable? No. no, you're just trying like, I mean, it's you're using muscles you've never used before. And I'm trying certain things like I'm trying a lot of one-legged stuff and Ooh, yes. switching. And uh, there's like things called scissors that I've been trying to do where you like said you know your legs go out and then they go back in and so oh yeah yeah like ice yeah like ice skating yeah <laughs> i <so>. think <laughs> but both like you don't lift up either foot yeah 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 i know what you mean okay um, yeah i haven't ice skated i haven't done like anything so um it's all new to me and it's actually it's very fun and very like zen in a way like you kind of have to really be in the present and you kind of have to like it's all about balance and feeling your weight and slight movements and you can't be jerky you know it's like very slow fluid and you know i've only done it a few times but every time i i get a little bit better and have fun every time so that's life man uh as far as the the second more boring g and q review update is I spared, I saved you, Grant. Because usually, you know, we like to, it's part of GQ Review, it's TV, film, and, you know, something else, whatever we feel like. <laughs> and traditionally, we've watched In the past. Of the, yeah, uh, some of the Apple events. And they just had an event, Spring Loaded, Spring 2021, where they announced some less than spectacular things. Well, and you guys, I'm sure, you know, have heard us talk about Apple events before. Uh-huh. And um, we right. have on record Quinn falsely um, uh, telling the audience that say? they're going to announce a specific product. Um, and I think you've said it multiple times, um, but I think they released it this time. Didn't they? <laughs> which is which is what, Grant? You tell the me. The air tags, the air tags. Well, I think you were in there. I, oh, I was did I, I was banking on the the headphones I think oh. on record and they didn't and on record just... you have me getting the, the product wrong multiple times <laughs> doing a switch a little switcheroo so yeah the only new thing was the AirTags which 
Yeah, uh, you. That this, this is ringing bell because you were like air tags. They're not gonna. Roll. What are you talking about, Grant? Yeah, they were kind of under the radar, and maybe I don't know. Are you gonna buy them? They're basically like find my shit that isn't Apple, and I put it on an app. Not here. The thing. leather accessories like sixty dollars. I don't know I, what the the Louis Vuitton or Hermes luggage tag. I think yeah them. Oh, they have a lug. They have a luggage one. So what? Yeah, what? I mean, you put it on your keys. Guess you could put it on your you put keys. it in your wallet. I think it might be a little bulky. Depends on your wallet, I guess. I have a small wallet. And, but if you were like a criminal and you saw the wallet <laughs> with that thing like sticking on it, I mean, the first thing you do is you take it off and you, <laughs> you just chuck it. I don't think it's it's for yourself right what i think it's for like you lose track of your own things i I guess uh yeah i'd also i mean in theory i'd like my wallet was stolen i could track it down that would be cool but i guess luggage too you put it on there it's kind of cool but i just like it just like makes you not like like you're just anxious. You're like, is it gonna come around this time? Like, is it gonna come around this time? Uh, <laughs> Where you know it? what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. So, but I mean, how much is it? Like I a, didn't watch that. Bad. It's um, I think one was thirty dollars, and you could get like a pack of four for a hundred, and you can put mm-hmm. like little designs on them. But really, they always they know how to get you. They're like, because you, you know, fifty four. bucks for one, nah. Not even, not even thinking about it. Hundred dollars for four. Hundred dollars for four. Do I have? I don't even think I would have four things. But like, like you mobile. and Celia, you probably have two. Uh, maybe each. You know. But they're not so Apple they get things. You. Your phone's covered. Laptops. AirPods. Well, dude, actually, AirPods case. If they're in the case, you can't track them. It's dumb. Really? You can only like track them. Yeah. So if you have a case with a little key ring it might be cool to have a little interesting um just trying to think of things like you've lost in your life and you think uh wallet keys, keys phone um luggage has every time they've lost it it eventually gets back to to me uh i don't think i've ever had something Dude, just the, yeah. disappear forever the luggage people are probably gonna be like oh my pain because people are like i have one tag on my luggage it's supposed to be here it's in orlando i know it's here (laughs) uh yeah that'll be fun they might raise some alarms i don't know they they, it looks like a mini bomb in all the luggages or something (laughs) i doubt it but maybe but yeah there's a couple different things but yeah, everything else was pretty lackluster. iPad Pro, you know. Um, oh, iPad Pro came out, and yeah, I think with the new new M1 chip. Oh yeah. Um, the new Apple 4K TV device. I don't really use that. iMac but came out. iMac came out in a bunch of different colors. How much iPhone, is iPad Pro? I don't know, probably eight, starting at. Eight hundred iPhone twelve purple color came out. If you want to go buy a purple phone, I liked purple. I it was I got green. I could have gotten purple. I like purple too. Oh yeah, they put a nice color. Like yeah, 
I can't wait for the next phone. And I like this purple one. So I'm going to get the purple one. And I think that's about it. Yeah. And I just fill it with a bunch of marketing and people talking about the environment and some other bullshit. So yeah, that's our, uh, that's my review. GNQ patented review. Say it's an under. Yeah, I didn't see a lot of articles on it. I saw air tags, and that's it, really. I think they, there may be some new AirPods work in the pipeline, but they didn't announce anything. So, I mean, that's something I guess I would be interested so in. iMac, iPad Pro. Which did it? Did they come out with a new keyboard? Uh, kind of. I, I maybe I. I don't know. There's like accessories for the iMac, so I kind of skipped through that part, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Grant, what what are we talking about today? We are talking about um. The past few weeks, we've been uh, looking at Oscar-nominated Best Pictures, and we've been watching them one by one. Uh, first, we did Nomadland, um, which is actually the Golden Globe winner for Best Picture. Um, then we watched Minari, then Mank, then The Father, right? Yep. So uh, this week, and I actually watched it just before this. Um, <laughs> Hot off I watched The, the Father. The press. Um, yeah, it's a 2020 film uh, co-written and directed by Florian Zeller in his directorial debut based on his play La Pair, which won a lot of awards. Um, it follows an aging man who uh, must deal with his progressing memory loss. And um, it's a slow film, as in, but very, I thought, um, captivating. I didn't feel like it was that long of a film. I never felt anything like that. I thought it was always keeping your attention. Um, and my initial yeah, kind of, right, right when it ends, I'm just You're like, fresh. What's, yeah, what's going on, man? It's, it's like, dang. I mean, very well done, I think. And just, man, that's one of my like biggest fears, you know, is just like. Getting old? No, specifically like uh, not having a grasp of reality, you know. It's like cuts deep, man. Um, it, it is probably one of the yeah scariest, saddest, most destructive uh, situations and thoughts. Because like you can, as someone who has all their faculties and you're like pretty good grasp on what's going on, you see like other people. Um, deal with you know some sort of memory loss and you're like uh, it's hard to comprehend it's it's a very frightening experience and I think you touched on it um, a little bit but yeah spoilers too there's not really like a lot that happens in this film I don't think there are any like twists or surprises but one of the things that is kind of a surprise is they are shooting this film and it follows the father dealing with memory loss, but 
it does a really, really good job of, you know, putting you in that situation. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, at the beginning, I don't know if you felt this way. I mean, things kind of don't make sense. You're like, I, I, but in, in a way that it doesn't really matter. They're like small things, but then like whole scenes are being like repeated with different people and you're in different apartments like they kind of switch between his flat and Anne's his daughter and Anne's flat and I mm-hmm. think they're purposely made to like look identical they look very similar <laughs> yeah. and I mean you don't know you're like I don't I don't know what flat I'm in um, yeah and it's confusing and sometimes like things happen where you thought you understood that, but then something else, and you like, I mean, I verbally w- was like, wait, what? Like, what is happening? And, <laughs> excuse me. And I think that's what's happening to Anthony, you know, um, where you try to, you know, and I think our brains just naturally try to rationalize everything. And so you're trying to rationally follow, and then something non logical happens. You're like, is that his daughter? Or I thought the other lady you know you're trying to figure it out and i think your brain's always trying to figure out so that's you just kind of see what that's what's happening with dementia you know it's trying to your brain's trying to rationally connect things that might not be connected um and you're confusing yourself um it's like uh you're watching tenant but not (laughs) that extreme of a uh time jump it's more grounded in reality and yeah. you, you, you just you're trying to figure out what's going on. I mean, I had a couple like, oh, shit moments like, oh, damn, that's like I see where they're going. And this is this is good, basically. Uh, you know, a lot of films, they try and say the main character. I don't know. They get drunk or they take some LSD or they get high or something like they try and shoot it in a way to put you in that experience. And some films do a really good job. Some films, it's like, that doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, but this one is is really putting you in the situation of kind of progressive memory loss. So it does do a good job of, you know, putting you in that experience of uh, progressing memory loss. Yeah, I'm with you. Um some some films do do acid well i thought midsummer did it pretty well in terms of like a trip you know it's like disorienting but the colors were very vibrant if you remember like there's times where like they were like spinning around remember like in the yeah they took like some mushrooms and they're in the field and things are just it was a little trippy a little off yeah i thought they did a good job with that um but yeah this does dementia very well and for you know, I don't really know that much about dementia, but it definitely makes you uh, kind of question yourself if how trustful the narrator is. Um, and man, it's yeah, it's just you know what film it actually. I it wasn't as extreme, but I had a similar feeling when Requiem for a Dream ended, where you're just like, man, that's just kind of bleak. You're just like. I mean, what recommend for a dream is probably like tenfold, but this still was yeah. like emotionally draining 
in not a bad way, like in a, in a good way. It's just like, man, that's, uh, that's tough. Yeah. It ends and you don't really know what to, to, to think. I mean, it's, it's, it's very, I, I thought it was moving. Um, and there's no clear resolution. It's just kind of like life goes on. They just kind of have a shot of the trees, you know, blowing and, that was uh, an iconic line. You know, he's at the end, he's basically like, I'm losing my leaves. You're like, damn, dude. Thought, I thought <sighs> Anthony Hopkins did a great job. Yeah, um, he was fantastic. He's 83. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's in there too for the best actor. Um, along with, I mean, some of the other, we never saw Sound of Metal, but I guess the main guy from that. But the Mankiewicz and Jacob E. from Minari that we reviewed, they're both nominated for Best Actor. But I think I... Oh, yeah. I thought Mankiewicz was was good as well, but I, yeah. I think this is hard to beat, you know, if I had to make a prediction. Um, yeah, this if, even if this doesn't win uh, Best Picture, I think I think he's sealed it for this. Yeah. Really good job. And... Yeah, man, it's a it's a film. Um, I thought the connection at the end too. That I mean, he was kind of wanting his mom, right? And he kind of like devolved into childhood a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was like a good perspective because my my grandmother's ninety two, and I saw her recently, and she's not all there. Um, right. There's like, I mean, there's a lot of similarities, you know, like there's reoccurring things, right? Um, like with this, it was him with like the watch and stuff like that. And she, my grandmother thinks people have stolen from her. Right. And as well, mm-hmm. you're like, no, it's no, one's no one's stolen yeah, from it. Yeah. Right? Um, but yeah. Um, I, I think so the perspective at the end, I think it's, it's not a bad way for, I mean, for me, it's, it's almost a good way for me to process like what I should do in that scenario. You know, if your loved one is going through this is I think a good way is not in any condescending way, but to treat them like, you know, it's kind of out of their control. They're not going to be rational, but you love them. They're kind of like a child. They're kind of like a kid. Um, And I don't know if that was the intent of that you know, calling that back, but that put in some perspective to me to how to like rationalize and how to deal with it. If if you're that loved one. Yeah. There's a, there's a fine line with that too, because uh, they kind of call that out too in the film where the nurse is like, Oh, your little blue pill. And like the guy's like upset uh, or Anthony Hopkins is he's, I mean, it's like, you're speaking to me like I'm retarded. Like I'm, like you get moments of clarity and and I guess passion, normalness, yeah. Um, and it's tough uh, with the repetitive things too. Yeah, I mean, my grandfather just turned uh, eighty-two, and you know, like you said, a lot of similarities, especially the it's the repetitive phrases too. You're like. I mean, he's talking about Paris. Yeah, they, they don't, don't even speak, speak English. English there. Yeah. They're like, I, I've heard. 
replace that with a different sentence and you're like yes i've 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 heard that many 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 times and as far as the plot goes i didn't i think i'm pretty sure too that uh that paul guy that is that's who she moved to paris with right no it was bill at the end Oh, you mean well? Which way? Paul. Yeah, I guess he called um, himself Paul. Bill called himself Paul, the long-haired dude. The longer-haired, who was like guy who was yelling who, who at. Like yelled, or, I guess they both yelled at him. <laughs> this is right, yeah. I know uh, who you're talking about. Her actual, her together. actual Paul, who was with dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like, they don't even speak English there. But I mean, that's him. I mean, he speaks <laughs> like I think he was. Uh, also, it's Paris. Like people the speak French? English in Paris. Yeah. It's true. They don't even speak English there. So a lot of similarities. Uh and it's tough. You don't you don't know what to to really do. And it, it puts a lot of strain on your current relationships. I mean she's Anne's trying her best to to make accommodations, but really I mean if you're married and you're like just put them in a, a home then he woke up in the hospital. I was like, damn, dude. Or not the hospital. Home, nursing home, care facility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah, it yeah. is. Uh, it's it's a lot. And there is like, the, and I'm so sad because like there are those moments of clarity like with him and Anne too. It's like well, before she leaves, like he kind of like obviously recognizes her and like holds her face. And you're like, geez, man. It's, it's sad. And one thing I, you mentioned before when he was at the very end, you know, he's kind of breaking down and, you know, at that point, like the nurse is talking to him, but she also calls him baby, which I mean, then you think, oh, was that even, you know, real or is that like a conversation that he had with his mom? Oh yeah, in the oh. past, because I wouldn't expect the nurse to to call him baby. That was like a clear, like, all right. I don't know if this. I, it was a signal to me, at least. Yeah, I think that's the point, right? It is ambiguous, um, and you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Um, we were talking about um, drugs and experiences that in movies and film. And I just, uh, I think my favorite one is, uh, from 22 jump street when they take Wi-Fi. <laughs> if you remember that, no, <laughs> uh, do you, have you seen 22 jump street? Yeah. It's been a, a long while. time ago. In theaters yeah. probably. They, um, I think Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. It's, it's kind of spelled differently, but it's work hard. Yes. Play hard. Yes. Wi-Fi. <laughs> I think it's like Adderall and ecstasy combined. So like they go through like a period of, you know, they're all like hyper and like, um, uh, you know, studying. They're doing all this shit, and then I think they turn the the, the ecstasy experience more into like a LSD the experience. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're like seeing demons and stuff. But I just I love the name. 
Wi Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Gotta go find the Wi-Fi. I miss. I what, think that's the yeah. Wait, why? Why did you? Why are we talking about twenty two Jump Street? <laughs> because it just anytime people think of like, oh, they they did that in a movie or they smoked weed in a movie, but oh that's, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, how people yeah. like act. And I don't know. I just always think of twenty two Jump Street. I don't, I don't remember that scene. That sounds funny. Oh, didn't they? Because they were trying to like crack down on it right yeah the, yeah, the whole the yeah, whole plot yeah. is like they're trying to find the, mm-hmm. the dealer um and eventually <laughs> they end up in a situation where they have to to take it um, to fit in <laughs> yeah either to fit they get like caught or something and they need to get rid of it so they both take it so it took some wi-fi yes <laughs> <laughs> play hard yes so yeah that's that's the father. It's short. It's sweet. It's very emotional. Um, it's, it'll hit you. I kind of thought, I was like, it, there wasn't going to be a pivotal scene. Like the whole movie's kind of sad. And you're like, oh, maybe people don't cry during this because it's just that's the general mood you know some movies there might be a a scene you're like oh damn you you, oh you cried when the dog died yeah me too man i can't get over that bobo in in, (laughs) inside out bobo an imaginary friend who had to jump off the sled and she let go of her imaginary friend he jumped he sacrificed himself Oh, oh, this I is cried. coming. This is ringing a bell. Yeah, I, I mean, I've, I cried. <laughs> cried when Bobo. I cried when Bobo died. I said. So, the only one that I can think of this in this movie, you know, he's getting, I think that's when he's getting like hit. And he's kind of very frightened and, and upset. And I mean, that was a, that was a heavy scene. Yeah. Man. That's and that's might be why you know I got out of it feeling like Requiem for a Dream, right? Like that whole movie too. You're just like, it's not a good scene. That it's just all just like tragic and sad, and you're like, geez. (sighs) Yeah, they have like those very loud soundtracks of like classical music. With oh yeah, you're right. With this, I think that's the similarity in the in both of them where. Breaking from a dream, like five different scenes of terrible shit is going on. <laughs> At the but end. they're still playing. <laughs> yeah. Oh ass to ass. Uh, <laughs> what are the, the <sighs> people in the TV yell? Um, um, just, just wait. wait. Oh my God. Rec room for a dream. Wait, they're playing the TV. Be excited. Excited. Be, be, be excited. Be excited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's popping those pills. Oh my God. Be excited. He's getting his arm chopped. Oh my God. But in in a way, this one's a bit more uh impactful because it's a natural part of life. Like you could say, oh, I'm never gonna end up in one of those requiem for a dream situations. <laughs> like I'm not touching drugs or sure or doing shit. It's it's like a Ill, illness or situation that could affect anyone really. 
sucks, yeah. man. And I, yeah, I just think like, I mean, I like what you just, you know, it's, it's just like all, you know, that's why I said, like, I just felt emotionally drained, not in like a bad way. I just like, you almost like, it just, it's a lot of self-reflection almost like kind of pulls you out, but you're still like watching the movie and you're just like, uh, you know, these are things that, you know, both of them, um, more this are just things in life that's like, you don't want to think about them often. Nope. Nope. And you might have to, you know, at some point in your life. And, uh, you know, you, you shouldn't think about them often if it's not happening to you, because it's just gonna, it's going to eat at you, man. It's, uh, it's just the circle of life and it's tough and it's, it's that, but you know, it's life. Also, Anthony Hopkins is 83 years old. Holy Fantastic. Shit. Yeah, dude. He's <laughs> fucking, that's, uh, that's why I think he's definitely winning, dude, because that's... this might be his last film. Could be. I mean, he's yeah, still I don't, like, why would you on top of it? Yeah. I, I think that's his, um, I want to say that's, uh, his daughter, uh, or maybe not his real daughter. I thought there was, yeah, I thought there was some real, um, no family connection. She would definitely keep the Hopkins name. The father, star Anthony Hopkins, is estranged from his real-life child. That's the only thing I'm getting. Okay, so maybe I'm making things up. He hasn't spoken to his daughter for 20 years? Anthony Hopkins? Because of his alcohol? Yeah. Wow. Because of his alcoholism. Or part of the reason why. Damn, dude. Uh... Yeah, it's not a date night film. It is a by yourself. I watched with my parents. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, mom and dad. Quinn and I are going to do a little podcast. You guys want to watch this movie? It wasn't even like that. It was like, I mean, normally we have a TV in the basement, but we moved that up. Um, and I was like, I just need to watch its film and everyone kind of got sucked in. So we all watched it. <laughs> what, what, is, real quick. What did they, I mean, they liked it too, no. you know, but okay. we haven't really dissected it. I came down here to, yeah. on, but I'll next have week. Some late night conversations tonight. Hey, hey mom, I just dad. I wanted to... <laughs> well, my, my dad's mom right my grandmother's the one who mm-hmm. we saw recently all together so there were moments that we kind of you know like yeah we like this is similarities right visit. yeah we're, we're, yeah. we're, we're you know that watch thing right she like my grandma just yeah you know it's tough and they remember you know they they remember some traumatic stuff too and you know they, they're obviously like reliving it to an extent and you're like this is it sucks, but yeah. yeah, what can you do? I don't know where I, I don't know. 
on that note, Grant, <laughs> is it time? It's that time. It's that time. The uh, T&Q patented review, which no one can forget, um, where we decide whether the true rating of the father is over or under the IMDb rating. Where are we sitting at? We are, we are sitting at an 8.3 with 33,000 votes. 1.3 higher than last week's Mank, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to go over. I like it a lot, and I see this as one of those films in the top 250. Um, if it's not already, I see it making its way into that list. Um, oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, around that 8.1 or something is the cutoff. As yeah. Long as, as long as there's no vote manipulators. I don't know how often they... They update. Um, I mean, our list on GQReview.com, it never changes. It's locked in. It's locked in because of uh, newer editions. That yeah, we didn't want to, you know, when we roll the dice, we, we're rolling the dice. You know, if, if you got a moving table, you know, the game's fixed, Quinn. It's not a fair game. We need a freeze in time. Things. Maybe we and need we a refresh. it anyways. We might need a refresh soon. <laughs> we might. We might. <laughs> It is on there though, number one thirty-four. Dang, yeah, that's pretty high up. So, um, yeah, it's up there. I'm gonna go above it as well. Uh, a little different from last week's make. You know, this is right up my alley. Where it's a self-contained <laughs> film. I didn't have to do any assigned reading. Uh, you didn't have to look up <laughs> dementia or anything like that. Dementia. These were all very real, personal, emotional uh, elements. And I don't think I've seen something like this before. Maybe there's been a couple shorts or something where people kind of deal with memory loss. But a whole feature-length film where, you know, the some sort of unreliable narrator, you're in, you as the viewer also feel loss. Uh, I thought it was executed well. Very well. So I'm going to go above. Writing was excellent too. You know, like I, I wouldn't change anything, you know, it was very well done. Oh, the last thing I I forgot to mention. Um, I thought it was really cool. You could see like kind of the play and I thought it'd be a really good like stage play as well. Um, like it'd be cool to have, you know, the set spinning, but they'd be like a little bit, just a little bit different. And then the actresses that they come in, they're different, you know, and the father's always the same. I think this would be a really good play to see um, La Pair. Um, And that's the person who directed it too and wrote this. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? Like you can see the similarities like, dang, that's, this would be fun to act in too. It'd be a good fucking play. Yeah. Cause you don't need, I don't even think you need, um, like you might do some sort of spinning, but you just have a set and it's, yeah, you change it a little bit. Lights go off, uh, switch it around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're true. Yeah. True. Um, yeah. That would be really cool. Actually. I didn't think about that. Cause it's not, you're, it's just taking place in the, basically the same room with different decorations. Yeah. Slight differences. All, I mean, who the hell knows? I mean, and then you the would movie, just need like a, a set change for the final kind of scene in the hospital. Yeah, it'd yeah. be it'd be really good. It'd be good. Yeah. Uh 
is this your is this your front runner now, Grant, for the Oscars Best Picture out of yeah? No I know Madland? I know Manx not winning um, Best Picture, and I see it's been nominated. Say, oh well, my! I'm gonna talk about you, me. Grant Farmer. Yeah, yeah. I the think awards, you know, like, we know Nomadland's gonna take it away. Yeah, fuck Nomadland, dude. If if Nomadland <laughs> did Nomadland beat the father. In the golden, oh my god! Imagine taking drama. like something like this, where it's like real emotion and like it's dramatized, <laughs> and they do a great job with writing, and then Nomadland, like this, uh, that wins out. Yeah, no, this wasn't definitely even nominated. Wasn't even fucking nominated. Fuck the Golden Globes. You heard it here first. The Joker was nominated. No. Wait, what the? Wait, I, maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing. Wrong year, dude. 20, 2021. <laughs> I am at the wrong thing. Never mind. All, I was like, these don't make any sense. Like, why is the Irishman in here? Uh, it was in there. The father yeah. make. Actually, father, comma, the. On their site. Yeah, they're like, I, it's a different film. Um, I can't believe that fucking one. Yeah, fuck that film, dude. I just thought, like, make it a fucking drama or don't act like it's a documentary. It's just so tacky. But The Father, no. Yeah, definitely above. I Yeah. Um, I liked it better than Minari. You know, and since it's so real that it's hard for you to poke holes in anything, right? Also, it's <laughs> about dementia, right? Like, yeah, there's you can't be like, oh, that's unrealistic. Like, I w- it's just so... I mean, it's just shit that's happening. It's real. It's like makes sense. And it's just like, fuck. Um, you know, like I remember with like small things, but like with Minari, it was like, why did they leave the grandma post stroke, like you, burning you, garbage you like about five that. hours away? Yeah, it's probably not a good idea. Um, you should be able to come home quick. Yeah. But since they don't have to do anything for plot in this film, right? It's like, it's. And I don't think anything stuck out as unreasonable. No, not at all. But yeah, I. Mank is is in a special place for me, but in terms of like a better movie, when you're talking about emotion and all that stuff and the viewing experience, the I drama, yeah. the drama, this definitely wins out in the acting. Like, okay, Gary Oldman was good, but like. Man, this is this is some some superb acting, Excellent. and I like that it's based off off a play. Like I saw those similarities throughout, and that's it's cool, you know. Um, yeah. All right, Grant, I'm right. I'm right well, with you. What well, What are we doing next week? Well, I want to hear. I want to oh, ask you the same question. Oh, is this your oh front ask me a question. Is this oh, your front yes, yes. Okay. I yeah, for sure. I don't think anything else. Um, catches up to it. Uh, I didn't dislike Nomad Land as much as you, but I don't think it's a better film. This film you more probably recommend it. to people. You know, oh, yeah. I would, I would say, hey, man, yeah, check out this. It's really good. It's sad, but it's really good. Especially, and I think it's a little bit under the, ra- or under the radar. I don't think many people have no. heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, so that's The Father next week. 
Uh, we picked initially four films. You picked two, Quinn. You picked Minari yep. and the Father. This was your so props to you. Hell yeah. Oh, round of applause. And I picked <laughs> Mank and the Trial of the Chicago Seven. Um, and so we watched three, and we're gonna watch um Trial of the Chicago Seven. So next week actually will be post Oscar awards. The Oscars will have happened, so it's gonna be um it's gonna be like a dual show a little bit hopefully it's not too long for you guys but we're gonna discuss this movie the trial of the chicago seven as well as the oscar uh awards the oscar results um but in case you forgot the trial of the chicago seven is uh based on the infamous 1969 trial of seven defendants charged by the federal government with conspiracy and more arousing arising from the countercultural protests in chicago um, at the 1968 Democratic National Convention, the trial transfixed the nation, Quinn, and sparked a conversation about mayhem intended to undermine the U.S. government. Um, this is on Netflix, so everyone should be able to watch with us with ease um, if you do have Netflix. And um, this, you know, I read it. I've read it like three times. This, I think at this there's point. some assigned reading. Yeah, probably. Yes. Assigned reading for gonna, this one. I'm going to do a little bit of assigned reading. Just a reading. little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, but. Um, yeah, this is sound, you know, I've read the synopsis multiple times and it still sounds like something I really enjoy. So here's a shot. Will the trial of the Chicago seven, will it be Quinn and I's front runner? Join us next week to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right. Um, that's all right. You got anything else, Quinn? Nope. I'll join. Right. Thank you all. Please join in next week. We have our dual or double header you know we got this we got a movie review and i know you guys are can't wait for us to discuss the oscar results you know we got a lot of say we're um, outspoken uh kids um so yeah thank you all for listening please um do you did you like the father what was what's your front runner out of the oscar nominations please send us an email feedback at gqreview.com one more time because i know you guys are not sending us emails feedback at gqreview.com and uh our social media um is at gq review and that is for our instagram and our twitter thank you all see you next week